Welcome to another episode of Plus Ultra, the My Hero Academia fancast. My name is Max Newland. My name is Emmy Linders. And we're we're here again, watching watching our favorite show again, and we're we're on uh, season two, episode two. How about that? Get ready for some roaring sports fest. That's the name of this one. That's the a roaring sports fest. They really like roaring muscles. Roaring sports fest. Roaring is very uh uh. I don't know, it's a very evocative descriptor. Yeah. You know what I mean? That means there's going to be a lot of people. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people, and that is pretty much true. Uh, there's no real recap the, to, to get started out here, except for Deku's little thing where he talks like, about quirks and whatever. Yeah, like the same thing as the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and right after the opening, there's a very brief sort of catching up thing where we get like the last minute or so of the last episode. Hey, can I say something about the opening? Um, Mm -hmm. yeah go for it the very last shot where it has like all the kids jumping out doing their crazy shit bakugo is the closest one to the camera okay and todoroki is the second closest did you notice in that shot that (laughs) aoyama is not actually posed with the rest of them is he not they lifted an image of aoyama standing and just tilted him oh my god slightly yeah I think that's extremely funny. Wow. And uh, Toru is in there somewhere. You can find her if you want. She, it's like some Where's Waldo bullshit. Yes, Toru is Waldo and she is there. In case you forgot about the sports festival, uh, Aizawa reminds us. And uh, and then we get the title card and, and then uh, we back to All Might and Deku in the principal, the teacher's lounge. Yep. And they're they're sort of going over like, you know, how how Deku has to introduce himself to the world and has his big opportunity. I like how he tells him you got to say I am here and Deku's like that's your catchphrase. I'm like <laughs> that's the first thing that you say to that. <laughs> yeah. And he's already overthinking everything also. Oh yeah. I he's lo- like got the mutter 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 thing going on. I love that um like All Might tells him, you know, you have to see yourself as like the best and awesome and Deku's like I guess so and then you know how like an anime like a really common anime thing to do is like characters just falling over whenever something yes. stupid is said yes, like he does that news. and he takes the couch with him and then you see <laughs> blood come out from behind the couch <laughs> I didn't catch that he took the couch with him that's he awesome he took the couch with him <laughs> oh love it and then Deku's like oops fuck yeah he's like incredulous at, at how much stress Deku's already got about this. Um, and they have this really interesting... Th- okay, so one of the things that Deku's stressed about is that he doesn't even know how to use one for all. He doesn't know how he's going to be able to compete in this festival with this power that destroys his body. Mm-hmm. And he sort of rationalizes that he's not going to do very good. Yeah. And and All Might gives him this this kind of pep talk about how there's a difference between people who settle for good enough and people who you know do their best and climb to the top no matter what yeah. and don't settle for second place and that impacts how far you go in the real world and honestly that's some pretty good advice for all I of mean, us it's pretty good advice especially I, I just think it's really interesting because usually that kind of thing i when i hear it i go yeah yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah but like i don't know it, it, it this mess this show has a pretty relatable message even though it's about you know teenage boys punching each other so hard things explode <laughs> i don't know if i want to encourage kids to do that please don't do that part <laughs> not not to be tried at home but yeah no. I, I like the way that it comes across as you know not like he's trying to diss anybody who wants to lead a, a just a low-key lifestyle he's sure, saying sure, like sure. he's saying like if you have potential and that's the goal that you want to achieve, but you're just feeling like you don't have what it takes to achieve it. No, stop that shit. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not why All Might passed one for all to him. Exactly. So he would settle for second place. Um. So that's it. So that's a really cool scene. I like that, and it it kind of sticks in Deku's mind this conversation. Um. And 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 All Might advises him not to forget the passion that he felt on the day of the uh, UA entrance exam. Oh, I thought he says when he was on the beach training. Yeah, yeah, that was... I was thinking specifically of when All Might finds him and he's screaming on top of yeah. the giant pile of trash. Oh, Tarzan. Doing his Tarzan <laughs> thing, yeah. Uh, so anyway, back in class, 
it oh. turns out that everybody has come to show up class 1a oh my god so yeah like they're surrounded by students none of them can even leave the classroom <laughs> tenya and mineta are kind of like yo what up why are you Please guys move. in the way <laughs> and then bakugo mm. tells these kids they're scouting out the competition idiots and mineta gives this like mutual look to deku like they have this Nonverbal exchange with one another that's kind of like are you fucking serious yes he's 100 uh percent -oh. fucking serious yeah that's what he's like and bakugo continues walking towards the class like he's just about to just i'm gonna walk into you and you're gonna either move or we're gonna collide it's up to you but he says we survived a real villain attack so that's why they're here but mm. he says at least you know what a future pro looks like so move it extras and then tenya's like you can't just call people you don't know extras all the fucking time. That's a really good, like, that's so Bakugo. Calling people extras, that's that's uh, fantastic. You know what I've noticed? Okay, so Tenya doing that thing with his arms, it just reminds yes. me of, like, a judge using a gavel in court. Oh. That's just, that's, <laughs> like, boom, 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 boom. Order in the court. Order, Order in, the court. in my that's classroom. Fuck, fuck that. Quit being mean. <laughs> so this is like one of my favorite parts this whole damn episode because a, a big mass a big mass of purple hair edges his way to the front of the crowd this voice which sounds much less like a 50 year old mechanic in the japanese sub but whatever <laughs> yeah he sounds like an a grown man walking up here and he's talking about how you know how most of these kids didn't have a chance to make it into the hero course but they all want to be in the hero course and how he says uh i heard you guys were impressive but you just sound like an ass and we see Ooh, bakugo's fuck. face for a second and i was like you've just lit the fuse oh shit and he's like is everybody in the hero course delusional and all of the classmates are like boy no what is it's like doing? that gif of the people where there's the guy who's like just standing there you know the guy with the glasses who's just standing there and his friend falls by the camera with his hands on his face you know yes oh my god that that they're losing their minds and they're yeah. like rip guy with purple hair goodbye uh -huh. <laughs> he's dead that's it and he's t he introduces himself as a member of the general studies class he looks he like he's he never blinked a day in his life or nor slept very much he he, he and aizawa could be family <laughs> exactly and he doesn't know what a hairbrush is he's probably just allergic to all hair products and he Talks about how he always wanted to be, he wanted to get in to the hero course, but that the test was unfair. You know, it didn't, it, it catered to people with flashy, you know, show-stopping quirks. And how at basically, this is the opportunity for anyone who didn't make it into the hero course to get noticed by the teachers. I really love this part too, because he's like, so the teachers can choose to transfer one of us in, and that means they got to boot one of you out. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, snap, bye, Mineta. Yeah, see you, Mineta, that's it. So he's not going to make it past season two. Is that, that's what, that's what I'm hearing, right? I was like, holla, let this kid into the class, because I love him already. And he's like, I'm not here to scout. I have come with a declaration of war. That fucking bitch. rules. I love Shinzo. Do we do, do we give his name get his name we yet? We don't have his name yet. Shit. But I was like, yo, he is as serious as his color palette is purple. And he, he is, is like he's like best. a purple Edward Scissorhands to me. Without the scissors for hands. Without the scissors. He has a he has a very sharp tongue. There you go. Hey. Hey, nice dude. <laughs> hey, up top. Bakugo has now targeted his prey. He is public enemy number one. <laughs> Let Fuck it be known kid. that this is establishing a character trait of this person's that, like, not only will come up later, but turns out to be like central to his his the role oh, he plays in the story. The sharp tongue. Yeah, that he's really really good at galling people. Like yeah. he can absolutely get anyone's goat. So uh, now that we've had this exchange, here oh, comes shit. another. Yeah. <laughs> very very energetic boy uh, this guy he kind of looks like us like an albino raccoon on pcp that's good that's a good that's a good collection of words <laughs> if we're giving descriptors just so you guys know the kids we're talking about here this kid is up at an 11 already this guy's hair is is bleach white uh he has these crazy eyebrows that go all the way around <laughs> his eyeballs <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, are they eyebrows or are those just his eyelashes? And he has a or lot of them. What the fuck them. is it? Like, there's, there's or no a mask that's always on he, his face. <laughs> and I don't he really is. Know. Oh, he's so charged up, and he fucking hates Bakugo. <sighs> he calls him. He calls the whole class a bunch of brats who think that they're better than everybody. And Bakugo's like blocked, ignored, goodbye. And this kid's See like. Ya. <laughs> he like blows a blood vessel immediately. How dare you, bitch! <laughs> and then Kirishima is Kirishima is great because I I love the how he always tries to keep the peace, but in this instance he cannot deny how cool Bakugo is. <laughs> I know he's trying to get Bakugo to say something, and Bakugo's like, "Uh, say what? These people don't matter. The only thing important is that I beat them. Goodbye." And Kirishima's like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> Hiroshima, that man of mine. And then, and then, so this is, we've said the names of these kids before. This yeah. is Tetsu 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 Tetsu, who says he's going to come and get Bakugo. Like, I made a little song for him because I was oh like, man, I don't know why the Adams Family theme you gonna popped go ahead, into my head. You're going to go ahead and pop the cap on that one. I'm going right to pop now, the huh? cap on this little song. It's really bad, and I don't know how to sing very well, so just humor me. It's okay. I'll give you some space here. So, uh, He'll fight all of you bitches. He'll give your faces stitches. His mood so quickly switches. Tetsu Tetsu from 1B. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go any further than that? No. <laughs> no? We My brain farted verse? after that. It was okay. like, no more. Stop. Well, we can license that. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get a return on investment on that for sure. Uh, laughter is the only investment I need. Bark, Deku thinks back as everybody's losing their minds. He thinks back to the day of the training class where he sort of showed Bakugo his stuff for the first time and Bakugo had kind of a a, a moment in the parking lot. A moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he what we'll call it. He kind of lost it for a little bit. Um, he's back now. Yeah, he's back now, but he he was... He learned a lot that day, I feel like, and it was not easy for him to learn all of these lessons that he learned. And Deku's I, thinking back on that. You know, I learned lessons very similarly to Bakugo because, like, I just get mad, but then later I'm like, okay, I fixed it. Whatever. Okay. That's I how know. it is. Like, if I have a fight with Patrick, I'm just, I get mad, and then later I'm like, okay, I, it's done. I fixed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can understand that. I understand the way that he's handled it. And then we get a training montage, all of our, all of the kids that yes. we care most about. Okay, so we need to talk about a couple of these. Okay, sure. Because Hit me, I didn't write down anything specific, so. So, a couple, like, a few that stood out for me, Mina and Uraraka work really well when they're training together, because Uraraka's lifting up a bunch of gravel and, like, bricks and stuff, and Mina oh, yeah. is, like, firing at them and melting them, but she melts one that drops directly onto Aoyama's head. <laughs> Oh, and then Koji is like a fucking Disney princess just amongst oh, yeah. the birds and the rabbits and everything. But then his day is just ruined by Sato coming in with his like sugar man freak out <laughs> and all the animals run away. And Koji's like, Aww, oh, fuck. my friends. Koji reminds me of when I used to play softball and I would just sit in the back and pick grass and play with Do you too? I used to do that also. Yeah. Wow, small world. I was a left fielder because they're like, you have the best arm. And I'm like, but nobody here can hit far enough because we're 10. <laughs> we're children, so. We are tiny. <laughs> hey, have you, did I show you the video of the, the newsman talking to the duck? Yes, that's <laughs> Goji. <laughs> friend. Hello, my friend. Get yourself right here. And then he's like, okay, whatever, bye. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll leave you. There's a part here, too, where Kaminari is practicing with his electricity, and then he turns it around with his stupid face, and I shit you not, I think I heard yeah. him say ye, and <laughs> I almost spilled my drink. God damn it. You know that, that- They're listening to us. You know that video, right? Ye. Na, 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 na. That's his theme song, really. So he just kind of turns around and goes ye while he wipes the dribble off his mouth, and I was oh, like- Oh, that's nice. Okay. He's not as stupid. That's good. He he knows to clean his face. And then uh, Jiro is practicing using like discs on oh her earphone jacks God. and throwing them like like uh No, they're darts. Ninja they're not stars. discs. She, oh, they're she darts? has them whipping around so fast that they look like circles oh, because shit. she fucking rules. Well, that is like awesome. Jiro's then, extremely cool. And then Mineta's just like 
practicing his victory speech. That will never happen. I hate that little puke so much. <laughs> I wish he would fall off He's the such bed. Such a gross little goblin. He does get come up and I, it. I, it is nice to watch him like fail at things, which we do get to see several times throughout this series. Just not nearly enough. Yeah. Well, this it's an ongoing series. Hopefully, he hasn't been in the manga in like maybe. Uh, Knock on wood, Max. Knock on wood. We don't need him coming back. Maybe he'll just disappear. <laughs> like they'll all go back to class and be like, "Hey, man, oh, where where's is Mineta? Uh? They'll be who? like, "Who? I don't. We've never heard that name." And they'll be like, "Oh, uh, okay. Well, I guess this and is our life of now." And value was lost. And <laughs> and the show continued. Uh, I do recall Tokoyami having a pretty cool training section where he um he's standing in the UA Sports Field. And all of the lights turn on and he tries to maintain dark shadow while all the floodlights are on. So that oh, gives us a little yeah. bit of an insight into his limitations. I forgot about that. And most of the rest of them are just doing some pretty normal stuff, as I recall. Like, yeah. you know, Deku and Tenya are working out and um, Sue is going swimming laps and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. She's catching fish in a pool with her tongue. That's really adorable. I really love it. So, yeah. Now that our montage is done... It here, the day. It's here, and fucking once again, this show is so good at at time because, like any other shonen fighting anime, I feel like we'd get like two or three character building episodes in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. While we wait for the sports festival. Now the day has come. Get it? Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Back well, to we first season. Yeah. <laughs> and mom yeah, is doing. For those of you keeping notes, uh, you can fill in that bingo card where we reference a a, a song that's not playing in the series anymore <laughs> is this a thing yeah let's uh, plus ultra bingo <laughs> free space for every time emily makes a pun i was gonna say the free space was every time max talks about aoyama or anytime we shit on mineta i mean yeah. these, these are all things that happen guaranteed once per episode the, the free space is just a picture of mineta with the the red cross through <laughs> his face symbol free, um, free trash space so yeah, um, the press are everywhere. Yeah, they're like fucking ch- champing at the bit. They're ready for this. The press that got arrested a couple episodes ago. I oh, guess, and Deku's maybe. mom. There's a little cute little scene where Deku's mom sends him off, and he's she's very worried about him. I know she's like, I'm gonna be recording everything in HD. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're not gonna want all of that. Um, no, ma'am, you don't want to see all that. And she says, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Has she, uh, does she, does, she doesn't even know what he can do. I think she still thinks she, he's quirkless, doesn't she? Yeah, I think she, she still thinks he's... Well, no, 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 no. She knows that he got a quirk. She does? I thought she yeah, just she, knew that he got strong and in got the quirk, in. in. In the episode with the test, uh, she, she talks about how he finally got his quirk after all these years or something like that. Oh, I must have totally forgotten about that. Well, it's okay. It's a throwaway. This is this will, however, be the first time she actually sees him using his quirk. So imagine being a mom and you're not dude there when this happens. So much adult fear in this show. <laughs> so much like, oh, Jesus Christ. If that was my child, I'd be shitting bricks. I, like you have the constitution of a saint woman. <laughs> Inko Midoriya deserves everything in the world. Yes, <laughs> She deserves happiness and a family, and I want All Might to be her new husband. Yes, please. Yes, I should, but also. Um, the, the UA's campus has been turned into, like, a big fair, almost. There's, like, stalls selling merch and food and They're all kinds of stuff. They're selling masks of Endeavor, All Might, and Present Mike. I love that. I want a Present Mike mask really badly. Those are the three masks that we get. Um, and then- is, Pre- is Present Mike the number three hero? I don't know, because I keep thinking it would be Aizawa. I don't know. I feel like we would know if it was present, Mike. Uh, And so we're following, we're we're sort of exploring this fair that they've set up on campus, and we're following the three pro heroes from the first episode, Death Arms, Kamui Woods, and uh, Mount Lady, as they sort of, you know, interact with folks. Mount Lady Lady pulls rank to get some free food. Not even rank. She pulls fan service to get free food. And I was like, well, stop that. I left my wallet in my other costume. My other costume, that's just my birthday suit. <laughs> and then he's like, he's the guy's like, yeah, okay, here's for free. And she's like, yes, thank you. Oh, man, don't do that. <laughs> and Kamui Woods, Kamui Woods is a little upset by this. He doesn't like that. 
He's still um, holding a grudge over episode one. Yeah, she did kind of steal all of his thunder. Yeah, she like did. pretty badly. Uh, he had it in the bag. Um, but but they're all there apparently working security detail. The three of them. Yeah. And, and then uh, we uh, get to see all the kids in the one A waiting room, and they're wearing their cool little school uniforms. I really love this scene a lot. I love all of the scenes where the kids from one A are all together. Um, because I just love. I don't know. They've been through so much shit that that like they they have they are like a little family kind of already. This scene makes me think of some shit from like the Sandlot. Like okay. some, I'm challenging you to come out to the okay. playground at three o'clock by the swing sets after school. It's on. <laughs> That's what so, this scene feels like. So this is the scene where Todoroki walks up to Deku and he says Midoriya. He like calls him out in front of everybody. Like this is not a private conversation that they have. No. And the first thing he says is from an objective standpoint, I'm better than you. And they're like, shit, fuck. Everybody, everybody in the room is like, whoa. And Kirishima was the first one to say, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't do this kind of thing. <laughs> He's like, why is everybody starting shit with each other? God, can't we just be friends who fight? And and to his credit, Deku is humble enough to say, no, I mean, he's kind of right. Like his power is awesome and mine sucks at the moment. And I like that, you know, normally I would expect Bakugo to be one of the first people oh. to be like, yes, a shit talking contest. Fuck yeah. But he's just but no, sitting he there a little bit. Jets. He's quietly annoyed. Just observing this. I, I'm going to, I'm going to look back on this show and I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not paying more attention to this. I feel like that episode with the training exercise where, where Deku, you know, finally shows his stuff. Uh-huh. I feel like that marks a gigantic turning point for Bakugo, like a huge change in his personality. Yeah. Because before that is the time when he's like really brash, really out there, really like arrogant, like like flippantly arrogant and not like kind more of, so than what's about to happen in this episode. Yeah, more, more so than whatever happens next. But like <laughs> after this, he becomes more reserved, like he chooses his moments better. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't like restrain himself. He just chooses a proper moment for when he has do, does his bullshit grandstanding. Well, uh, I don't, I, I don't know if I can say that the moment he has in this episode was a, an appropriate moment, but you know. Well, let's there. get to that. Let's get to that. So, it, so yeah, so the, Todoroki is basically like, I'm, I'm calling you out, and Deku's like, hey, you know what? Bring it, like, bring it on, bring it. my fuck hero you. academia. <laughs> Not fuck you, but like, but he gives this thing about how you know we're we're in this together but there can only be one winner so <gasps> oh my god deku is the clovers and todoroki is the taurus from bring what? it on the the clovers have green uniforms and the taurus have red uniforms and white so i've never seen the film <gasps> oh snap okay well never mind anybody who's listening to this who has seen bring it on will understand the color palette reference and the whole bring it on bitch thing so cheerleading competition tournament everybody's watching now there's a shonen fighting anime that oh that God. in the works i mean keijo might as well be the butt fighting anime <sighs> oh is that the one where they where they hit each other with their butts above in the, the swimming pool? pools yeah yes anime is, sure is interesting it's it is actually kind of a fun show to watch but anyway okay. um i after this moment, I was like, I need Tenya to come in here and cut the tension with his knife hands because it's getting way too real. So we're going to go ahead and just move on. I think Tenya, uh, even Tenya realized that this is a sort of thing that kind of needs to play out, you know, like do we and we move right from this into the kids making their grand entrance as Deku thinks back to All Might's advice to him. This entrance is great. Yes, this is an extremely cool sequence. I love the music playing. Oh, hell fucking It makes yes, me think this, of Pokemon. I think this is the, I think this is the title track, My Hero Academia. No, uh, no, they were playing, it's like some sort of like trumpet music. It sounds kind of like a Pokemon battle is about to start. Like, like some shit like that. And I was like, oh man. And present Mike is announcing, of course. Yes. Uh, With... With his best friend Aizawa, in the Aizawa in the who still cannot booth. see. So why is he even there? His entire face is completely wrapped up, and he has a microphone in front of him, and that image is extremely funny to me. 
Like, I just want to know what that exchange was like. President Mike being like, will you please sit in the booth with me? I'll be lonely. And he's like, I can't even see. And like, please, no. So, so headcanon, President Mike walked him there without telling him that they were going to the announcer's booth. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to take you to your sleeping bag so you can nap while the tournament's happening. Just kidding. I'll walk you to your car after school. What car? <laughs> That's my, oh shit, can he drive? No, he can't right now. <laughs> so what if he's just carpooling with President Mike? That, okay, that's also other headcanon. Aizawa is carpooling with President Mike to school. And President Mike's radio is just him singing in the car. Oh, man, we're going to have to start something with this. Do you think President Mike gets road rage? Uh, I don't. If he got road rage, I feel like all he'd have to do is stick his head out the window and scream. Yeah! And then every car is just... Gone. Use your turn signal. He can't now. His car is just gone. You've obliterated yeah. it with your voice. <laughs> oh. The fact that they use yellow though for his sound is like good, spot on color choice because yellow is fucking loud. So, it's a very loud color in it. Yeah, they probably did that on purpose aesthetically. Yeah. Um, so Deku's kind of taken aback by how many, how big this fucking crowd is. Like it's huge. There's tons of people here. Their whole class is nervous except for Bakugo. He's cool as a cucumber. And here comes Class 1B. I am so, I fucking love Class 1B's design. Like, I know that they're oh, kind of, they look, they're like the Island of Misfit toys. They all have these, there's so many interesting designs going on yes, in Class 1B. We need to take, okay, so a little appreciation moment here. We've got Blonde Backstreet Boy. There's this adorable <laughs> little redhead girl, like some pippy long stocking looking chick who looks like she's a country bumpkin, maybe. Uh, and then we've got the dude with either full metal eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Or, and then definite Jesus fine girl. I love, uh, my favorites in this class design wise are the big man with what looks like a, a lantern for a head. The ye- you know I, are about? those his teeth with like, he's got, got a no bunch of holes clue, or something. That guy is a mystery to me, but I love him. There's also a kid who has a bone face. Ooh, yeah, that guy's cool. Did you know he is one of the kids who got in on recommendations? Ooh, So keep an okay. eye out for this dude. So keep, yeah, keep your eye on him. He's going to be cool. There's a kid named Manga whose head is <laughs> a speech bubble. <laughs> I forgot about that kid. Uh, and my absolute favorite is the American transfer student, Pony Sunatori. And you can tell her because she has big giant horns. Oh, yeah. And also like big kitty eyes that are very cute. She's extremely cute and I love her. This, the next moment really made me laugh because they introduced the general studies class and everybody looks really (laughs) fucking normal and they do not want to be here at all. They're all like, shouldn't? Isn't this really more the hero courses thing? Like, it's general studies plus Shinzo. Yeah, right? Like, he's the only one that ha- that stands out in any way at all. Like, exactly. the rest of them look like normal human beings. They look like kids we went to high school with. Yeah. And if they were brought into this situation, they would also be going, why am I here? And there's also the support class where the camera focuses on this young woman with this very interesting pink hair. She's got kind of a Bioshock tank girl look to her. Oh, she does. That's a good descriptor, Bioshock tank girl. Yeah. I try to come up with these descriptors so people can take from that what you will. If you don't know what she looks like, visually picture Bioshock versus Tank Girl. I thought this was pretty interesting. Class, the hero course 1A and 1B is the only one small enough to have only two classes in it. The rest all have three classes. Yeah. The... And the business class, which like, why are Fucking you? Business why class. are you all, like, What are y'all? These kids would definitely wear cargo shorts with like yeah. knee high socks and Crocs. This for this is purpose. the you know I had to do it to them class. Oh shit! You know these oh, kids shit. all have dads with yachts. <laughs> hero yachts. <laughs> hero yachts that they got with their hero pro hero money. Um, so the, uh, we're introduced to the chief umpire of the sports festival for the freshman class. The very controversial chief umpire. Uh, Miss Midnight, as, as Kirishima refers to her, which I'm sure she loves. The R-rated hero. I think that's a hilarious epithet. That is really funny. 
because she does absolutely look like she is wearing bondage outfit. I mean, she is wearing bondage. Yeah, I was gonna say the thing. Like, it doesn't just look like it. It absolutely is. She even has a handcuffs on one of her wrists. Um, and Kirishima says someone should talk to her about her outfit. Somebody should talk to her about that. Like, I like that it's got to be one of the kids that's like, "Ma'am, we are Excuse children." Me, miss. We can see your whole boobs. My baby eyes don't want to see this. Mineta is okay with it. Of course he is. Well, he's okay with just being a trash human being. My personal rule is that if he's okay with it, I should not be. So, <laughs> that's a so good, maybe she that's should a good change. Rule of thumb. Um, oh my god! It, do, so this is the moment we were talking about earlier. Oh no! Uh, a representative is chosen from Class One A to lead the pledge at the start of the sports festival, and because Bakugo scored highest on the entrance exam, he's the one who's chosen. And everybody in Class One A is nervous. They are like, "Please, for the love of God, choose your next words <laughs> very wisely." And there is like dead silence, and you hear a single gulp. And this boy delivers. I just want to say, I'm going to win. <laughs> and then everybody's like, fuck, we fucking the, knew he was going to Everyone loses their minds. The whole crowd is booing. Everyone in 1A is like, They're like dying of embarrassment. We knew he would do this. Why would anybody let him go up there? Oh, no. I, there's, there's so many things about this that I absolutely love. Like, one, one of the, the funniest part of this is that the... He doesn't like the microphone is badly adjusted for him when he says this. <laughs> like he's not talking into it at the right angle. There's a little bit of feedback in the beginning. <laughs> oh my god. It just sucks. Like it's a really bad announcement. It's a terrible way to start this event. The delivery choices they made on this, like the uh -huh. one gulp, the silence yes. beforehand, yes. because you know you as the viewer are also sitting there going, What's he gonna boy, do? Boy, <laughs> please. Don't say, don't be Bakugo for like two seconds. Just don't be Bak. Oh, and yep. And he was Bakugo. He's, he's here. I read something pretty interesting, uh, culturally speaking, because uh, after this, he gives the thumbs down to class 1A and says, I just, I mean, I'm going to win. What are you going to do about it? Um, it in, and then what I learned, and I don't know if this is true because I'm not an expert, but apparently the thumbs down in, in Japanese culture is an extremely harsh symbol of distaste in something. It's like biting your thumb at somebody. Yeah, it's on the level of flipping somebody off. Yeah. So he's just a rude boy. He's <laughs> rude is just an understatement. He he literally afterwards tells them all that they're just stepping stones to his victory. <laughs> and, and sort of mid midnight, to her credit, just sort of pretends that that didn't happen. <laughs> and continues her job of explaining how this festival is going to work. Yeah. And so the first, uh, the first step here in the in the festival, the, the festival is going to be a big round robin tournament. The first event, though, is an obstacle race that she describes for us, and they have to they have to run uh, uh like a four, four kilometer track. I think it was yeah four kilometers outside the stadium. And there's no restriction whatsoever on how or when they use their quirks during this. As long as you don't leave race. the course. Do whatever you want, and and then I I assume don't kill each other is another rule. Probably, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention something. Just just a quick step back to to when Bakugo was leaving the stand. I just saw Tenya's arms like flailing again, and it, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking he has had it up to here and here and here and here and, and here, here and here and here and, and here. Yeah. Every, anyway, yeah. So um, there are so many kids about to start. There's this so race. many kids. They have to emphasize just how many kids there are because that's a very tiny hallway that they have to get through. They're gearing up to, to get started and the, the, the fucking pistol blows, they wave the flag, the, the, the space begins, the race begins, and Deku is the first to figure out that this is the first leg of the race. This hallway, like figuring out how to get through this is the first part of the race. They all do this like Three Stooges thing where they're like trying to cram through at the same time and getting stuck. And it was great because right up to this moment, they were like getting us amped, like the music started slowing, like or it started getting a little bit louder and Deku's eyes uh -huh. are glowing green and he's like, I hope you're watching all my, and then it's like, Bleh! help, help, we're all stuck, I can't move. But Todoroki, man, he's on the ball. Oh, he fucking... Pulls ahead first by freezing the whole ground. 
Instead of the floor is lava, the floor is, the ice. Floor is literally an ice <laughs> rink. Bring in Yuri Katsuki. This stymies like basically everybody. Like a lot of kids in class 1A are able to get out of it. We get a really cool shot of Momo, uh, Bakugo, and Sue. Kirishima. And Kirishima. Uh, and Aoyama shoots out with his laser. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. Uh, yeah. So th- so he's pretty, he's very cool and I love him. Um, Shinso no one can take that from me. is being carried this by is a group of kids. And I want everybody to just pay attention to the way the eyes look on his classmates. And every time you see Shinzo around other people, pay attention to their facial expressions and what they're doing. Because I really didn't think anything of it no, the first time I saw I it. I thought he was just being an actual dick. Yeah, I thought they just liked him and like we're all throwing their lot in with him for whatever reason. I was I was you like, know? okay, are you just having your classmates carry you like a carriage, like just for funsies? And they're just, what are you doing for that? Why are they doing this for you? Yeah, exactly. I was like, have you threatened these children? Do we need to call the police? Are you a bad boy? Is that a weed? I'm calling the police. Um, Against all odds... One person who is especially suited to the challenge that Todoroki has created <laughs> is Minoru Mineta. We we think so. So he's like throwing his balls out and stepping on them because he can't step st- stick to them, but they will stick to the ice. Um, and he's doing great, and he pulls ahead, gets a pretty good lead going, and then he gets smacked out of the air by a big robot. <laughs> oh, poetic justice good. right there. It felt very good. Um a bunch of robots like the the one and two point robots from the a bunch entrance of the zero exam point. The zero yes, point and then villains. we see there's like five of the zero point robots. I thought it was more like eight of them. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a ton. row of them. There's way too many for them for these kids to deal with. That's why it's an obstacle race and not a like and you know boss fight race the kids who didn't get in on recommendations are like not this bullshit again oh, shit and Todoroki's and Todoroki like, says hmm, oh yeah whatever uh hmm. whatever I can do this and he fucking freezes every single one of them this, okay this fucking shot is so amazing <gasps> this is like this is a preview of how good the animation in season two gets every time they animate the ice just, oh man shit. he I'm going to try and describe like the beats of the animation here. Like he crouches down and we see a circle of ice start forming around him and expanding. (laughs) And he kind of whips his arm up and diagonally. And this giant pillar of ice explodes out of the ground, consumes one of the zero point robots. And he stands there and there like even this very static image. There's this incredible animation of his hair whipping around in the wind. Did you catch this? Yes. And he, it's so fucking cool. Okay. He's so amazingly awesome. I'm sorry awesome that I'm laughing, moment. but as you started to describe this, I happened to look over at my Gatorade bottle. Is it blue? It says Gatorade Frost, crisp and cool, icy charge. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck. Oh my God. So I was like, <sighs> oh no. That's Todoroki. He's the, he's the blue Gatorade. He's, I think it's kind of like lavender bluish i don't really know what color this is but i was like oh no (laughs) so this is like no big deal this is absolutely no big deal for todoroki he breathes some cold air out and then he's just on it like he just starts running again and this wasn't even a defensive move he intentionally froze them as they were all off balance so the kids start trying to chase after them because they're like oh he froze the villains and he's like "Mm, no you might want to step back a second careful (laughs) <laughs> careful there friends you might die here comes the and sure enough here comes the all the here comes the ready or not robot <laughs> so that's yeah this is basically where we leave this episode um deku sort of standing there and he himself draws this amazing parallel between this situation and the situation in episode four when he was in the entries exam and he says to himself and to us really that at that point he he froze and he couldn't move. And as soon as we see the footage of him from episode four freezing, we see we cut down to his feet and he <laughs> gets into a ready stance instead of freezing, which is awesome. And I love that. And that I don't know. I just love the difference there. He's like, you better fucking go this time. I swear to God. <laughs> he has no idea what he's going to do, but he knows he has to do something and he's going to do something. And that's what and Deku that. does best is doing something without doing knowing what something. the fuck he's supposed to do. <laughs> 
but he and does this it. expression is also extremely him like where he's he's got the very determined look in his eyes but his mouth is like all wiggly <laughs> the wiggly mouth i love it oh man and that's the end of that episode and the preview starts i love this preview so much bakugo's preview is probably the best voiceover i've heard for any of them because he says it's time oh, for, for sure. the dumb preview it's time for the dumb preview and he's screaming like this voice actor must have been like his last session of the day because he really belts it out clifford chapin my boy i love yeah, he's so doing much. good work out there i'm you sorry i made fun of your right name now? before um he my favorite line from this preview is deku says why are you so angry this is the fun part <laughs> and then he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm gonna win some cool scenes uh next episode is gonna be a lot of fun the obstacle race uh is kind of a I don't know, no, knowing what I know now about how this little mini arc unfolds, the obstacle race is kind of like paying due diligence to get to the good stuff, but there's still good stuff in it. I like the obstacle course. I like the end of the obstacle course. Oh, that was like, yeah. yes, boy, that's using your head. Yeah. Okay. The, the ending of the obstacle race is extremely good, and I think you guys are all going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's amazing. And it does also establish this sort of trio going on in the show uh between bakugo deku and todoroki yeah it's not even a love triangle it's just like i'm it's gonna kick your ass well, i'm gonna kick your ass well i'm gonna kick his ass i'll kick my own ass i'm gonna kick both of y'all's asses i'll kick anybody's I'll ass i'll kick, kick my ass. own ass that little that the bird that little bird <laughs> meme that we have agreed is bakugo i'll kick anybody's ass I think a rivalry triangle is much more interesting than a love triangle i'm just saying Por que no las dos? Porque no los dos. I mean, it could be los dos. <laughs> There's plenty of ships of it on Tumblr. So many do uh, dojins out there. Am I saying that right? Dojins. Dojins. Is it dojinshi? Is that what you say? Oh, do. Uh, I thought it was fu fujoshi. I don't remember which one it is. One of those shipping boys together. Thing. One of those shipping boys. Shipping boys. Uh, so uh, that was a really fun episode. What was your favorite part of that one? You know, my favorite part Shinzo? has yeah, been me too. my son, who I've been like praising this entire time without him. I want present. to see my little boy. Do you remember that vine? Wait, what? Rest in peace, vine. Which vine are you talking about? It's the one where there's you see a man holding a cat and the person holding the camera starts singing, I want to see my little boy. And he's like dancing towards the cat and the cat starts to look very scared. Oh my God. <laughs> Shinzo's the cat and I'm the man singing <laughs> yes exactly yes that's us no when you started so to sing it had the same tone as the a potato flew around my room before you came and then the next vine is the potato <laughs> on the ceiling fan on high and everybody screaming I'm like hmm, I don't know why you all thought that was a good idea because in order to turn the fan off you gotta go somewhere god rest in peace vine why did they take it from us now we gotta do snapchat yeah, now we have to. I don't want to do Snapchats. I don't want Snapchat. The last time that I went on a Snapchat like rampage Snapchat. was when I was watching First Love Monster, and every single one had me saying, What the fuck, at least once. I want to see. I would be Deku's friend on Snapchat. Hell yeah. I would, I would be, absolutely be his friend on Snapchat. I would be. Oh, man. Who, who would I li actually like, want to see their snaps? Because. Kaminari. As much, I was thinking probably Kaminari or Mina. Like, I feel Mina like and Kaminari for sure. they would be doing Jiro's. some stupid shit. Kirishima, I feel like his Snapchats would be like, I walked a little old lady across the street today, everyone. Helped put her grocery bags in the <laughs> car. I helped get this kitty out of a tree. Like And a lot of gym videos, too. That That's also his niche. Getting swole. <laughs> yeah. At the gym. Oh, man. Him, him, like, approaching men who are being gross and creepy at the gym and being like, hey, sir, this isn't, this isn't the Ow. time for that. Kaboom. He just does his, he just, he just flexes his quirk a little bit. Uh, You've put me between a rock and a hard place. Bam. That's what he says. That's what, he says? what he says? No, that's not what he says. That's what he says? Yeah, okay. No, it's some translation, some translation differences in these, in all these versions, you know, it's all. That's not what he says. That's just what I say he says. That's just what Emmy says. Sometimes it's, it can be what Kirishima says if you want it to be. In my head canon, that's what he says. My headcanon doesn't have much else. 
So you came up with a pretty cool and fun yeah. little thing for us to do in the B segment today. So I, I know that not everybody celebrates Christmas, and I don't even know if all of these kids celebrate Christmas. But let's just say... Christmas is pretty big in Japan. It's possible. Yeah. Let's just say, for all intents and purposes, we're going to give the kids Christmas presents. I was like, what would I want to give the kids from classes 1A and B, and just, just the kids at UA in general? Like, what kind of presents would uh, I want to give them? Well, let's get the easy ones out of the way first. Just get Deku some All Might merch. I was going to give him a clip on tie. Oh, perfect. He can't mess it up. So he doesn't (laughs) fuck up his tie anymore. Oh, no. I think Tanya's the kind of kid that would appreciate something like a a formal, like a nice pair of cufflinks or something. Well, okay, all yours are going to be really well thought out, and mine are like shitpost gifts. Okay, My, give me some shit. Posts. I was gonna give I him some those. firewood to chop with his arms. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like insinuate to rub them together with a vigorous hand motion so he can start a fire. That works too. I was also gonna give him some oil t- for his for his leg leg oil engines. can. Yeah. Um. I was going to give Shinzo love and respect. <laughs> yes. That he deserves every day. You don't have to wait for Christmas for that. I will give him a spot in the hero class of my heart. And also the Beetlejuice video on Blu- Blu-ray. <laughs> Sato gets the that tasty one-top thing that they keep advertising Halo to me. Top. Yes, that also. Have you seen the creepy commercial? They're extremely creepy. Um, I don't know why they need to advertise it like that. It's it's low-calorie ice cream that still tastes good. So like, there's literally no way you can't sell that. We have entered a new era of advertisements. Have you seen Arby's? Uh, Arby's did a My Hero Academia ad. They do anime stuff all the time. Arby's They've gotten is wild. embracing weeaboo culture. It's kind of fucked up. Like, to me, as a kid who watched anime and was ast- ostracized as a child... Yeah. To see Arby's a national brand... You know what? It's fine. It's good. It's fine. We don't want to be those good. people who are like... The, the anime hipsters who were like, we had this first before no. it was cool. We want to be like, okay, Arby's, embrace it. Okay, Arby's, now name name five Pokemon from the most recent generation. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> name five Pokemon from the most fake, recent. Fake anime fans. <laughs> fake gamer girl anime fans. <laughs> fake gamer boys. Oh my God. Bakugo for Christmas. Bakugo gets a lump of coal in his stocking because he is not a good boy. Hey, no, you know what? He is a very, he did all of his studies and he is number one in his class for the entrance exam. And, he, and you know what? He gets. This year, he he was kind of a bully to Midoriya. I'm, I'm going to give him some rigged fireworks. Okay, sure. <laughs> what I mean so, okay. by rigged. <laughs> Is that when he goes to fire the Roman candle at Deku's face, it comes back at his face instead. Here's my question. Bakugo does not injure himself with his own explosions other than like the the, the, the kinetic force Yo, of them. You just reminded me of something I have been meaning to talk about for like the last 10 episodes. Okay, f- let's have it. Do you, what, so his sweat has like nitroglycerin and that's what makes the explosions. Like he can yes. use his sweat do you ever wonder if, like, when he couldn't really control his power, he was, like, peeing and, like, something would spook him and he would just, like, blast his penis with it or something? Like. Blast, just blast himself right in the wane. <laughs> the wane. <laughs> and he just starts screaming and his mom's like, oh, fuck. Okay, we've hit the no-no zone. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of uh, awkward situations in the Bakugo home when his power began to manifest. <laughs> began to manifest. Oh, shit. That's so fucking... Yeah, I was like, oh, damn. I don't want to know what that downstairs mix-up is. Oh, word. It's not good. Nope, no. Not good. Maybe that's why he's um, so angry. Cu- he's just He keeps hurting himself all the time. He can't go to the bathroom, <laughs> just- and that's one of the problems he will never tell anybody. Um, What uh, What does Kaminari get, or uh, Kirishima get for Christmas? Kirishima, I would get him like, oh man, what would I get Kirishima? What does he need? What is a boy? What do you get for the man who has everything? <laughs> we got you the most metal thing for Christmas. Nothing. That's what Tetsu Tetsu would give him. I got Todoroki a new dad for Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> 
if that joke didn't land with you, just give it like four or five episodes. You'll figure. You'll you'll see what's going on here. Oh, he even talked about in this episode how he's like, my dad is watching. That's why I'm doing all this bullshit. My pain. I would give Aoyama a mirror fun house. Oh yeah, that's his. I mean, he would be in love with it. Um, I would give Mineta an envelope of anthrax. Shit. Or or or. I would go like, hey, Mineta, you know what color would look really good on your walls? Green. But I'm not going to tell him that it's Victorian green with the arsenic. So then eventually he just slowly gets sick and dies from it. Jesus, Emmy. I hate this child so that's, much. Well, that's just like an extremely long form plan. Like this is, <laughs> you're playing a very long game here. <laughs> I know. I can wait. It's whatever. He's. He's putting us through hell right now for existing. Just watch, him, watch him slowly get sick and wither away. Yeah. Well, there's not much there to wither, so it won't take long. Uh, Jiro gets a Spotify gift card because <laughs> I don't know what. I mean, she's way cooler than me and probably into like way cooler music that I haven't even heard of. I would give Kaminari a fork. <laughs> a, 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 a fork? Yeah. Be- you want to explain this joke? To me? Like sticking Your a fork works? inside of an outlet. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can't believe that I didn't get that. <laughs> oh my god! I'd just get him. I'd just get him a nice pair of galoshes, you know, a nice rubber boot that he can wear. Oh my god! Just get him just rubber everything, like the rubber yeah. suit from Breath of the Wild. It looks like a Here fish. You there you go. You have it. Here's You're a pretty now, fish buddy. helmet for your head to keep all the stupid in. Uh I would. So it doesn't spill out. I don't know what I would give Mina. She's happy with whatever the fuck. She doesn't. Yeah, she seems like she's not terribly difficult difficult to buy a I'd gift for. I'd be like, for. look, I found this really cool looking leaf on the ground. She'd be like, oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. It's like look Kristen this. Bell this with so nice. sloths. She just like starts crying at the drop of oh. a hat if you give her a present. Just, oh. I mean, same. They're beautiful animals. Sloths. <laughs> yeah. That's how. Did you know they only poop once a week? No, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> Don't beavers poop in square shapes? What? There's an animal that poops, but it's a square, and I think it might be beavers. Okay. Their anal glands also losing... secrete something that's used okay, as a vanilla okay. extract. Okay, we're losing the plot a little bit here. <laughs> no. People use beaver anus juice for vanilla. <laughs> Can I call a an official moratorium on any phrase including the words beaver <laughs> anus juice? Because that's kind of this is an audio medium. What? Okay, I. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say you, that's, you know what? Do that your is dreams. Somebody's Do your dreams. Out there. It is somebody's brain. There. I'm quirk shaming. Oh yeah, that is quirk shaming. How dare you? I'm quirk shaming. It's whatever. Uh, Aizawa gets uh a brand new sleeping uh, bag. Aizawa gets a mug that says "Number One Teacher." No, it just says a teacher. A teacher, yes. <laughs> it's like Vegeta gets the mug that says a dad. A dad, yes. It's the same. It's a teacher. Uh, no, he, he, I would give him one that says, like, world's okayest teacher, but <laughs> number one dad. Because as a teacher, I mean, he's... As a teacher, mm, I as question his teaching methods. Up. But if he was a dad, like, damn... That's how you look out for your kids. What a dad. Look at that dad. Look, right? Daddy Dream World should have an Aoyama, dad. or not, wow, not Aoyama, an Aizawa DLC. Oh my god, I need so badly for a scene between Aoyama and Aizawa. What? I need it like, so badly. You're talking about just like him telling Aoyama that he can like be a hero, right? I'm talking about like... Uh, like one-on-one study session where he's trying to help Aoyama out. That's all I really want. Oh my god! Is, is exasperated Aizawa trying to help this poor dumb child succeed? And we know that I don't understand Aoyama because when you first meet him, he's like, "I know everything. Look how good I can shoot my belly button laser." But then later, you're like, "Damn, this kid is stupid as fuck. Look how low his test scores were." Yeah, he's kind of dumb oh god is the thing he's yeah okay let's let's wrap this up let's get some of the some of the more important kids in here what would you get for uraraka for uraraka i would get her uh oh i would get her a trampoline 
I don't know why. Well, that's fun. Just like it's fun. I feel like she would enjoy a trampoline with her zero gravity thing, but maybe she would accidentally make the trampoline float away if she touched it. I don't know. <laughs> I would want to give Sue like some really awesome pool, like. Yeah, just put a pool in for her. Like, well, she probably has one, though. Her whole family's Like frogs. one of those giant fish tanks that has the cool shit that fish can swim around inside of, but it would be oh. like for yeah, a human-sized frog person. She can practice. That would be fun for her. Hero shit. Uh, I still can't get over you saying you'd get Todoroki a new dad. <laughs> yeah, well, he needs one badly. Uh, fuck. I would give Shoji a mouth. Yeah, where is it, Shoji? What are you hiding from us, bud? Not a mouse. We can, we can take it. We, I mean, I know if you got like a real fucked up situation under that mask, I mean, I'm sorry, but, but, I, but we can, you don't have to hide it from the world, my man, is what I'm saying. I take back, I wouldn't give Aoyama a mirror funhouse. I would give him a brain. He's like the scarecrow from Fucking Wizard of harsh, Oz. dude. If I only had a brain. There's dumber kids in 1A than Aoyama. Yeah, who got 20th? Uh, Mina? Uh, Kaminari. Oh, Kaminari. It's either Mina or Kaminari. They were 19 and 20, but I forget so, whom. Dumb and dumber. We've already established that them. they would have a show about being just stupid. <sighs> yeah, dumb and fun. D- it's dumb on and fun! It's YouTube. Hey, it's YouTube Red, so like they're doing okay for themselves. There's basically a show about these guys who like do dumb, not even fun shit, but they act like they're having fun doing it until they hurt themselves. They, they would be Vine stars for sure. R.I.P. Vine. How many times can we say I can't R.I.P. Believe, Vine? That's a bingo spot. I can't believe that, like, fucking this episode is about how Vine is dead and how I'm still not over it a year later. <laughs> it's been a year? It's been a fucking year, dude. Like, we have not had Vine in all of 2017. Holy shit. Can you believe this? I cannot believe this. Yo, what? Save us. Well, on that note, I'm about to go have an existential crisis. Yes. Um, thank you so much for listening to Plus Ultra. It's a pleasure to make this show for you. Um, if you have friends that enjoy My Hero Academia as much as we do, then please, please tell them about our show because we love it when new fans are when new fans find us because we love to entertain fans. Um, ratings and reviews are extremely helpful on iTunes and other platforms still because we're still very young podcast. We're uh, not even in our 20th episode yet, so we got a lot of room to grow. We're still preteens. And um, we're preteens over here. We're, we're young babies. Little babs. We're a little babby podcast that needs your help to get bigger and stronger. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will quit this again. forever. I will do that again at some point. I can't say I'll never do that again, but I'll, I'll try. I will, it's, I will use you know this what? power it's responsibly. The slap bet. Me with the puns, you with the... <laughs> Um, the, the intro and outro music for this show is the, a cover of You Say Run from the My Hero Academia soundtrack. It was recorded by Richard E.B. on YouTube. Check him out. He does a lot of really cool music, video game covers, anime covers. Uh, he even has, uh, uh, guest artists in a lot. So you can find other really cool, cool YouTube musicians like, uh, Emmy, are you familiar with Caleb Hiles? Um, yes, he does a fantastic cover of History Maker. I fucking love this dude. He did all three intros to My Hero Academia. His range is amazing. Dude, he's an amazing singer. Like, his voice is fantastic. And he also did a cover of my favorite song, one of my favorite Disney songs ever, uh, the from Hercules, uh, Go the Distance. <gasps> Was it the Michael Bolton version? Yes. Yes! <laughs> it's fucking ridiculously good. You should check it out after we hang I'm up. I'm really glad that somebody call. else enjoys that song. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is that the art for our show was done by one Emily Linders. Is that me? What? Yeah. You can find me at Crispy Lewis, a Tumblr. There's memes and art and lots of stuff. <laughs> uh, if you like the show, go to go to plusultra.com to check on all our on all our blog posts and updates. There's also zenkaiboost.com and in, uh, insanelyhaunted.com where you can check up on the other shows that I do. And I think I may have made a mistake. It's plusultrapodcast.com, not plusultra.com. Plusultra.com. Might take you to a take Spanish you to, website? It'll take you to a Spanish airline website. Nice. Yeah. Plus Ultra is the motto of Spain. I don't know if we've covered that. I don't know if we covered it in the show, but I know that we've discussed it outside of the show, which is really fun and awesome that that's their motto. And I never knew that. So, yeah, that's it for us today, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, remember, uh, 
once again, I say thank you for coming and enjoying this time. And remember, like we always say, go beyond. Plus, Plus Ultra! Ultra.